0: Positive feedback loop.. Three, two, one. Welcome to PFL Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about super interesting topics and often disagree. I'd like to introduce myself, Stephanie, and my co-hosts, Ray and Luis.
1: Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody.
0: This is a special episode because we are celebrating our one-year anniversary as a podcast. Woohoo!
1: It's been Yay! one year. That's amazing. Can't believe we're still doing this. I love it. I love it.
2: We did it. We've made it a hundredth of the way there. Now a hundred more years to go.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's we'll right. be recording for a hundred years. So
2: we'll be the longest-lived podcast of all time.
0: <laughs> I hope for so. it. We'll be in the Guinness Book of World Records for sure. So we thought, what better way to celebrate than to let our listeners decide on the topic for today? So we went to social media and we asked everyone who has listened to our podcast what they want to hear about next. And we have selected a topic, which we think is apropos to the anniversary that we are celebrating. And the topic is celebration submitted by Yay! Akshay. So Akshay submitted this topic of celebration, and we are going to dig deep into it because we are celebrating our anniversary. So why not? I have a question for Ray, Louise. Shoot. How do you celebrate in your lives? Or rather, why? Lives? Or I guess, why do you celebrate? Yeah.
1: Why? Why do we even celebrate? Should I celebrate every... Every single day? Well, why not, right? I can get up in the morning like, yeah, it's another day, you know, like maybe even blow out some candles and, you know, just make myself feel better. Well, I think think
2: there's a difference between celebrating and partying. I think you can party every day, but you don't celebrate every day. Mm. I think a celebration is a thing that you do that has to be by its very nature distinct from the rest of all time. Like you don't have Christmas every day because then otherwise, what's the point of Christmas? And I say that as a non-Christian, you know, so just the celebratory parts. I I think it's one of those things where, uh, yes, people say every day, live every day like it's their last. And, you know, you can enjoy every day and you can have all these things about how wonderful every day is. But I feel feel like if you're literally celebrating every single day, it's going to be very exhausting.
0: And does it become a celebration,
2: right? Yeah, I feel like it stops being a celebration.
0: Yeah, there's something rare about it maybe a unique quality
1: i don't know you mentioned like you know why would you celebrate christmas every day or why do we celebrate christmas at all That's i can not say question. why
2: we celebrate christmas at all there's very specific reasons why you celebrate christmas half of them religious all right but why do we
1: so so yeah celebrate that once a year right it sure let's take that very well-known example and i think it's a great holiday i love christmas but it's become such a part of our culture right and you know, everyone expects that date to come in the year it's not like one year it's not gonna be there I, I can't even imagine the possibility of that there was a time in history where it wasn't a holiday I'm sure there's many um, human experiences where there are people who never experienced a holiday at all they don't even understand the concept of a holiday but for us and for most of many people in the world we, we do celebrate these things um, why?
0: There are some things that people celebrate that other groups don't so there's some there's a religion that doesn't celebrate birthdays for example
1: wait hold on there is there's a a religion where they restrict Um, birthday celebrations yeah
0: so i have a jehovah's witness friend who doesn't celebrate birthdays that's part of her religion Mm. and yet the majority of americans do celebrate birthdays I'm sure it's, it's difficult in the workplace or at school, but uh, a valid belief for sure. But it just shows that c- celebration is not just something that happens, it's something that's very purposeful. You decide to celebrate something for a reason, or you decide not to celebrate it, and there's a clear reason behind why you wouldn't celebrate it.
1: I also think that a positive note on celebrations is you're able to reflect on the last year, right? A celebration usually occurs or an anniversary or a birthday, they occur. It repeats right after a certain amount of time, one year or 10 years or whatever you're celebrating. It depends on the occasion, but that ability to reflect on your past helps you to actually grow as a human being. So I think celebrations act as checkpoints in your life too. It's like, all right. I made it to 40. Let's keep going, or something like that. You know?
2: I, so. I I think that we're we're tripping up here in a little bit of definitions because I think uh, a celebration, a holiday, and a scheduled like yearly routine are not the same thing. I think a celebration is more just there's something to be excited about, and we're gonna do something about it being exciting. If your kid go does great in in school, and you decide you have a party about it, that's a celebration. It doesn't have to be a yearly thing. It mm. like your birthday is clearly a celebration for a lot of people. Obviously, Jehovah's Witnesses being exempt. But a holiday is also oftentimes a celebration, not always. There are very somber holidays uh, in many religions and in many non-religious settings. So a celebration and a holiday or a birthday or any of the other things are not necessarily the same thing. I know, for example, personally... Back when I was a very young kid, and I didn't know any better because I was a very young kid. I think I was like five or six. What my, my mother would do is that every time I do well in school, she would gift me the same item. We didn't have a lot growing up in Cuba. So she would get, she had this like set of watercolors that she would give to me, and I, without fail, would forget about it. But she would do all this fanfare. There'd be a little a little bit of like a mini party at home to celebrate I did well. And she would like sing and do a little bit of dance and give me the, the watercolors. And I'd be very excited about it. I'd play with them for like an hour and then I'd forget. And then she'd put them – she'd like steal them and like hide them somewhere and until the next time I'd do well.
1: Oh, it was literally the same item. and how it was literally the same happen? item
2: every single time. This, this went on for years.
0: This is and parenting every, like, tip or number or... one from Luis. PFL parenting tip.
2: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. You know that whole thing about cardboard boxes?
2: It works. Yeah.
1: That's interesting. Was it like every month, or how often did you get good grades or whatever? No, no, whatever was
2: school. like in a particularly good grade. Like I, I was never a terrible student, but yeah, whenever it was like particularly exceptional, like she'd give me the 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 thing.
0: Ray's actually so, just so trying like... to figure out how forgetful you are. Like how often? Yeah, basically. <laughs>
1: So,
2: the fact that I've forgotten how often it was indicates a a little (laughs) bit about it.
1: I like how you teased out the term celebration versus like a recurring celebration or a holiday. Because we want to talk about general celebrations, right? Is that right? I I thought the idea was to discuss a recurring.
2: I'm in agreement. I don't think that we have to discuss recurring celebrations. I think celebrations are what you make of them, so long as they are celebratory in some sense. So it doesn't have to be recurring, it's what's important in for you to celebrate, whether it's in your culture, in your personal life, whatever it is. And so I put the question to both of you, what is what is a, some type of celebration that you think is unique to you, your culture, or something aspect of you? And what is that like? What does that actually involve? Is it just like a big bash where everyone gets drunk and pukes all over the place? Or is it more an intimate affair? What are celebrations like to you? What does it mean to celebrate?
1: so I know like for example in Turkey when people host weddings for example that's a big deal in Turkey I know like in India for example it's a huge celebration often going for multiple days and it's interesting uh, that the Indian culture has that It's, it's a big deal to them and I think growing up going to like my family's uncles cousins weddings I remember those they were pretty crazy and I think that I don't know. That's kind of what I remember. I don't really know. Could you could you elaborate on how they're crazier than just an American wedding?
2: Because I I don't have much experience with American weddings, but how are they different? How are Turkish weddings? I guess weddings people different?
1: just let really loose, and everyone's just like very open dancing with you know everyone's dancing with each other, and people are drinking, and uh, people are saying random things. Yeah. So another celebration I remembered was. When I was in Turkey and my grandfather, he uh, slit a lamb, slit the throat of a lamb and the blood would bleed on the street and it would celebrate the people who were less fortunate uh, because my grandmother would actually take that lamb, butcher it, make food out of it. And then they would distribute it to the people who were like homeless in that area. That's what that was something that I remembered. And we all celebrated. I mean, everyone, it was a big lamb and everyone kind of partook in the celebrations because it was outside. I'm just gonna say right now, least fortunate there, the lamb. <laughs> yeah, the lamb wasn't celebrating much, absolutely.
0: It's a really interesting okay.
1: celebration. I don't know. I guess it's also you know what I thought about? The idea of celebration, I don't think you could do it by yourself. I think you need to have a group. You cannot celebrate. Or maybe you could. Can you celebrate alone? Is a celebration something that is done in a group setting always? So-
0: What's interesting about kind of the history of of the word "celebrate" but also celebration itself as a cultural phenomenon is that in its definition, there's kind of this inherent publicness of it that uh, that you you celebrate in a public way, and that's what makes it a celebration. There are three kind of types of celebrations that m- many people to use to define what it is to celebrate. One is to observe a holiday, like we're celebrating Christmas, as Luis pointed out. And then there's uh, performing a religious holiday, um, and that could be, you know, also Christmas, so I'm using <laughs> some overlapping examples here. But something of religious significance, especially in Judaism, for example, uh, performing a religious holiday, like like Hanukkah or like Sukkot and then another is taking part in a festival and a festival usually celebrates many could celebrate different things but celebrating life meaning celebrating seasonal changes celebrating Saints and their specific days or the things that they've done Celebr a festival can be for something that has happened in the past I think what's interesting to me is that there are kind of these two types of celebration. One is something you know that's coming. So we celebrated my grandparents' 60th anniversary this summer, which is a huge...
1: Mm, con-
0: you know, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah. It's, yeah a, it's huge. And that's something that we knew was coming. We knew we were going to celebrate it, which is, Ray, you point out, is kind of like the idea of anniversaries. Are these... These are ways we celebrate. These are recurring. But then there are these celebrations we have after the fact or in the moment, right? So I remember, for example, um, the Patriots win. And so we have this huge parade in downtown Boston. And it's interesting to me because... You would think that a celebration the 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 moment you celebrate is the moment you win right the moment that last touchdown happens or the clock runs out or whatever it is in the sport you're watching you think that first rush of adrenaline the realization we've won is that huge moment but we really celebrated it in a more formal way on the streets of boston many hours later So I think that that facet of celebrating in the moment versus planning a celebration is really
2: interesting to me. So then Steph, this begs the question, what does a celebration look like to you? When you look at the image in your head of celebrating, what is that image?
0: In my family, we celebrate both types of events. One is the planned anniversaries, in my culture coming from utah we celebrate pioneer day which is every july 24th which is another set of fireworks during the month of july for the, the state of utah uh celebrating poor yeah poor pets that are all scared of lightning it must fireworks. july it's the worst month for a dog but uh and pioneer day is the celebration of the mormon pioneers trekking across the entirety of the united states from the east all the way to the west and they were it's kind of a a solemn celebration in the sense that they were it's not like they were happily like let's just go west that sounds great yeah it, it was freaking
2: oregon trail people died <laughs> Yeah, it was,
0: it was pretty <laughs> awful and they were also you know tarred and feathered they were murdered there was an executive order given by one of the governors, Lilburn Boggs, who made it legal to kill a Mormon. uh, And that stayed in law for a while. So in the United States, it was actually, for a time, uh, legal to kill a Mormon, which is awful. And so many people died across that trek. But the rejoicing and celebration of making it and surviving, that celebration is an annual thing now. And you sense the emotion of it every time you celebrate it. Every July 24th, no matter what year you're in now, even though it's been a long time, you still feel that sense of our people have accomplished this. It's a great sense of pride. I mean, my family also celebrates really funny things. You could do something that maybe to the outside world is not an accomplishment that's huge but it's hilarious and so we celebrate it you know I made and... my first souffle let's celebrate
2: you know <laughs> well how, how do you actually celebrate though like because it's a question of the question is not just what do you celebrate it's how do you celebrate is it just a barbecue where people get together and have just talk with each other or is it it's like a wild crazy party like Ray was talking about with the weddings is what, what, what is a celebration in your mind what does it look like
0: so funny. I want to hear from you two as well, how you celebrate personally. I know in my family, we're more mellow. We're the barbecue type, right? We're like the, if we're going to celebrate, we're going to kick back and enjoy it. Whereas uh, one of my best friends, she, her family just goes all out. I mean, a celebration is everything. It's the decorations and it's the food. And she and I have done some pretty funny things. We have an ongoing joke that Kevin Bacon is her idol. And so at, at when the clock strikes... Whose who's isn't he? <laughs> yeah, seriously. But when the yeah. clock strikes midnight on uh, December 31st to January 1st, there's always a kiss to, to a picture of Kevin Bacon.
2: Uh, of so, course, it's Bacon Day at that point.
0: <laughs> so it's pretty funny to <laughs> just to experience. I mean, you've probably found in your lives that celebration, because it is, as Ray pointed out, a shared experience you merge the way you celebrate with the way others celebrate and if it's there if you're celebrating whatever they've accomplished you tend to celebrate their way and so you enter into a different culture for me it's going to weddings that are not Mormon because I'm Mormon and celebrating someone's wedding in a way that they celebrate it is different and interesting Louise how do you celebrate what is your way of celebration and what are the types of things you celebrate
2: well, uh, I don't know if this, these are things that I celebrate now, but I'll give you. Since you talked about some of the Mormon celebrations, I'll give some of the Cuban celebrations um, to give some cult- cultural background. Um, there is obviously New Year's is probably one of the is probably the biggest. If yeah, it's probably the biggest party for Cubans in general, and it's a little bit different from here. We don't have um, we don't have a lot of the things that Americans have when they party. We do have alcohol and plenty of it, and it flows. And it does a lot of rum, a lot of beer, and a lot of pork. A lot of pork eating. We eat a lot of pork for celebrations. That is the one consistency. We don't have a lot of steaks because those don't exist in Cuba. We don't have a lot of we we sometimes eat chicken, but not really for celebrations because you kind of are used to it. It's like your day to day. And we don't have turkey. So pork it is. You get it. You get a pig. Someone cooks the pig. Someone maybe kills a pig that they've been growing for the year. And at least this is what it was like in my childhood. I don't know if it's still the case. Everyone goes out in a big blast. I I will say probably the most interesting one that I remember being very curious that I don't think Americans have any context for is that in Cuba, we have the CDR, which is the CDR, otherwise known as the Committee for the Defense of the Revolution. And it's kind of this neighborhood... Kind of the neighborhood volunteer watchdog plus secret government police they monitor neighbors for signs of anti-revolutionary activity and they also like get people together to like do neighborhood projects and volunteer work all this other stuff and every once a year there is a party celebrating the this committee basically, kind of in honor of the work of the neighborhood does and try to get everyone together. And everyone gives just some, a little bit of food, whatever they have around the house that they can spare. And it all gets thrown into a big pot and you make a big soup from it, uh, La Caldosa it's what we call it. And it is just a gigantic pot of a mishmash of gumbo or whatever the American equivalent is and you eat that and have there's tons of music and it's blasting, and those are memories I had. People drinking, dancing, this is just how Cuban parties tend to be. Personally, I don't do as many of these giant bashes as I used to, now I'm more, a little more mellow. I still like partying and dancing and drinking, but I don't go out of my way for it as much as I used to back in the day. That's what a celebration looks like in my head having friends over, whether it's playing board games or drinking and dancing, going karaoke. These are all things I think of celebration and a celebration doesn't have to be a scheduled thing. It can be, hey guys, he's got a race. Hey, let's, get, let's go celebrate. Hope the snapping of fingers that translates on the audio. It could be anything, it could be small, big, large, medium sized, it doesn't matter. Celebrating is a thing that people like and I don't think it has to be a thing with other people. Yes, celebrating on your own, can seem a little sad from an outsider perspective, but it's totally fine. If you've accomplished something and you want to treat yourself, that's fine. Yeah, I think of celebration and as a part of mental health kinda right If you don't have an opportunity you don't know people, you're in a city maybe you don't have as many people that you know that you're that you're in contact with and something good happens why shouldn't you celebrate on your own? you don't have to go out and meet people to celebrate. You can stay at home, do something you normally wouldn't do, splurge a bit, whatever it is that you enjoy, whether it's buying a game, watching a movie you normally wouldn't watch, or going out to a bar and meeting random strangers. Whatever it is, however you celebrate, it is on you. And it's there to give you a release valve. That's what I see as the purpose of Celebration.
0: I think that's a great way to kind of end this first half is thinking about celebration as something that we should do and maybe even need to do as a society and we can go further into this topic after this commercial
1: hey jimmy it's your birthday next week what do you want to do i want to bring a clown to my birthday party and we'll all my friends you want a clown for your party yeah Alright, I'll I'll invite Bobo again. He was good last year. No, I don't want
2: that kind of clown. I want a a mean, mean, evil clown.
1: Are you sure? What do you mean? What kind of clown? You mean like
2: Chainsaw the Clown? (laughs) I'll murder all your friends. Yeah, like that one. I want like that one. I will literally kill them. Yeah, yeah, I want that clown. The clown that wants to kill all my friends, yeah. Why would you get any other kind of clown? The other ones are just bad publicity. They do a bad service. So, clown kind, a murder clown's the way to go. <laughs> He's perfect. Murder Clowns LLC. They'll murder your whole family. Yay!
0: Welcome back to PFL Podcast. We hope you like that commercial. Now, we are back discussing celebration. Our wonderful listener, Akshay, actually asked us to talk about the importance of celebration, which was the topic we left off in the first half. So, is celebrating important in culture? Does it serve a purpose?
1: I think Luis actually mentioned that, but I agree with him that I think it does help you mentally uh to be able to celebrate and be with people as i said celebrating is i think more of a group occasion group event uh so i think being with people and sharing a similar atmosphere and energy it's really about energy and you know building up the energy together one person can only build up so much energy but if you bring a group of people or like hundreds or even thousands of people, if you talk about like music festivals, you can feel the energy of the people around you celebrating, happy, smiling, running around, jumping up and down, dancing to music. You know, those kind of emotions that you you can feel, I think they're important to feel them. I think if you were deprived of these kinds of feelings or emotions for an extended period of time without you know, what Luis called it, a like a release or a relief. It's not good for your mind, your spirit, your body. But then I wonder about there are people who, who actually purposely avoid celebrating events. I think that might not be because they don't want to celebrate. But, for example, let's say you're going to a Christmas dinner or something. And you're going to see your family again. But what if that person doesn't like celebrating with their family for whatever reason in history that they've had problems with some family members that, that puts them in a position where, you know, they can't celebrate happily and they're forced to go to these occasions or family events, but they're not really celebrating. They're just doing it, you know, to show face and to just be part of the event because they have to, I think they're not getting the full benefits of celebration. And It's hard. I think everyone can run into that situation. It's not like very few people do. You know, this happens to very few people. It happens to everyone occasionally, I would assume, Uh, just because you want to avoid a situation or whatever. So what do you think about those people who tend to avoid these kind of occasions or celebrations?
2: I'm not sure what you're asking about, right? Because I think you're mixing up two different groups of people. I think you're mixing up people who just don't like celebrating with certain events and people who are just generally introverted and don't like going to wild, crazy parties, which are very different groups. Right. I think you could be an introvert who also doesn't like specific events, but that's a that's like a subcategory, right? If you're a person that just likes chilling at home and your way of celebrating is, hey, I, something good happened today, maybe I'll treat myself to reading a book that I like that I've read a million times, or maybe I'll, do, I'll play I'll play a little bit more of a game that I haven't played in a long time. You know, there's different ways of celebrating, and there's nothing sad about it. It's not necessarily like it's just your way of releasing. It's equally valid. Now, if you feel sad while you're doing that, and you're like feeling miserable about being by yourself, then maybe there may be a problem there. That's not the issue, though, right? A celebration isn't just a party. A party is one way of celebrating. A celebration is whatever you do to either make yourself feel better about an accomplishment or a bad thing that happened maybe you're celebrating that something's ended something started uh, for example i'll give you a case my i was talking to a family member who was telling me about their experiences with funerals funerals are not generally a fun thing i know this is very shocking to most people funerals in the most on the on the on the most part tend to be a little bit somber, not huge parties. And she was telling me about the fact that, to her, her entire life, this Cuban family member, funerals have always been a really, really crummy time. They have always been about how sad everyone was that someone had passed away and how this was an awful thing. And then being in the US, and starting being exposed to the funerals of people, friends, family, members, and whatever else and that start to happen more as you get older in life. Because let's face it, as we get older, we'll go to more funerals, unless it's our own. We'll be there too, huh? Yeah, we'll, we'll probably be there at those. Going to those funerals, she realized the way that the people whose funerals she was going to in the U.S., People were talking not about how much how much it sucked that this person was gone from our lives, but how great it was that they had lived right. a great life, and that emphasis on the greatness of someone's life and how much they brought to the world, really changed her perspective on that that type of event. And it's a celebration in its own kind because it's a celebration of life, not a not a depressing event about death. So. That's a type of celebration that traditionally is not thought of as a joyful thing. That's still a celebration, I and mean, and if you want a celebration, uh, to, to look at a great celebration of a funeral, look up the Graham Chapman funeral from Monty Python, because they have a blast in that thing. I mean, it's awful. Everyone's it's it's sad, but it's also funny as all hell, and it still is to this day. Graham Chapman being a, a famous uh, Python member who passed away, I think in the eighties. I think.
1: I agree you could be very thankful for the life that one lived and celebrate their existence and the things that they've accomplished during their their time while they were alive. Totally. I totally get that. I agree with you. What I'm saying is, I think there are introverted people usually that avoid celebrating things because it involves, you know, being with people and it just makes them uncomfortable situationally. Are these people getting deprived of celebration? you're saying it's okay they can celebrate on their own they could do their own thing and just be equally as happy and, and and fine and healthy mentally i'm not saying i disagree but i'm all i'm saying is are you sure because what i've seen is people that are very active in 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 their you know groups of friends and family and they do like to celebrate at parties they seem more open to
0: it sounds like what you're saying is that people experience anxiety around typical public celebrations. This happens to so many people that they call it celebration anxiety or holiday anxiety. And there's actually a scale of of things that produce anxiety, and they can, uh, I think some therapists give point values, like how much anxiety a divorce produces, how much anxiety moving produces. And celebrating a major holiday is actually on the list. There are Now, there are good anxieties and bad anxieties, so you can have too many points of anxiety, whether it's your own wedding, which is a very happy day, or it's a divorce and it's a, a miserable experience. But people do experience anxiety, and part of that can be if you're a shy person and it's the people aspect of it. For others, it could be the importance. When you're celebrating something, it has a value of importance to it, otherwise you wouldn't be celebrating it.
2: And this is also why we don't celebrate literally every day of our lives.
0: But the point is that some people do experience anxiety around a celebration because of its importance. And that can be really anxiety-producing. I mean, a wedding is a celebration. It's a celebration of the union of two people and their love. And that's an incredibly positive thing. And the same can be applied to, Luis, your point about funerals. A funeral is a celebration of one's life, a life well lived, and it's a happy experience. I think, especially, I know I bring up we all bring up our cultures a lot, which I think makes this podcast fun. But in Mormon culture... Funerals are especially a celebration because Mormons, much like the Egyptians, believe in the eternal nature of the family, meaning that families, that people will live past this life, but also that they will keep their family structures, that they will remain married and be connected to their children and have that family unit be immortal. And so when someone passes on, you kind of celebrate their passing on into an even better place or state where you will soon join them I mean even graduating from college is a similar experience I want to say as a funeral it's an ending point of this long experience you've had that you've hopefully done well <laughs> and you're experiencing it in a ceremony of yay it's ending <laughs> and they call it commencement in a lot of these colleges because they it's not just an ending, it's this beginning onto something new that, that that thing that just ended has produced. So it's produced a graduate that will now have a long, successful life because of their education, or in, this, in the sense of a funeral, they're moving on to the afterlife, which is free of pain and a beautiful heaven that, that lies ahead. So it's it's interesting how we'd have anxiety about these celebrations, maybe because they're such rites of passage. They involve a lot of change.
2: Also, it might be because they have a lot of, the, people who are throwing these parties may have a lot of cleaning to do afterwards. So maybe <laughs> yes. they're just worried about that.
1: That's true. Steph, That's you, actually you mentioned very how yeah. uh, some people get anxiety because an event might be might be very important, but I think people might get some anxiety because an event lacks importance, it's actually not very important. For example, let's say you work at an office, you know, it's a small office, and you have birthday celebrations where somebody comes in, and they they get bagels for everyone or something, one you know, for their birthday. But let's say it's a big company, like an office space. Uh, this is the idea I have in my mind, where it's I think like Gladys's birthday and they had a cake for her and everyone's like singing happy birthday in the office. But like half of them don't know who Gladys is or don't care. They're just kind of forced to celebrate. And there's just like, okay, let me get my cake. All right. I'm, I'm taking a break off of work at least. So they're not really celebrating. They're kind of in the motions of doing it. But I think there are valid reasons why, you know, an office would do that. to kind of boost morale. Give some, give some people treats, which is the cake. And it's, it's, it's fine, but I think that when you're forcing a celebration like that, it loses a lot of its value and I think that it might have some negative value attributed to it. So you might feel less morale or less motivated than you were before because like you feel like everything was forced. I'm not saying the whole uh, idea should be banished. I think it's cool, it's fun. I want to like celebrate birthdays and stuff all the time. But I think when you're forcing it and when people are not really into it, it's actually produces negative value. You well, what know what I'm saying?
2: Alternative. What what happens if you don't do that? Let's imagine you don't know Gladys. No one knows Gladys, but no one decides to acknowledge that it's her birthday. The company just decides that, "Eh, who cares? It's a cog in the machine. We're just not even going to bother acknowledging that it's her birthday." That'll probably be much more demoralizing to Gladys specifically and to anyone whose birth who will have a birthday, which is literally everyone. So <laughs> I mean, I think that even if not everyone's into it, at least it's a show from the company that like, hey, we know you exist, which may not be the best message, but at least it's a message of acknowledgement that the company has at least a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of a smidge of recognition that you're a worker there. And if the company didn't even do that – and trust me, I'm one of those people that doesn't like having constant birthday parties at companies because I think it's a waste of time and way too much cake, and I don't need that much cake in my life. I don't like cake to begin with. I think I've addressed this before. But
1: it's – The desserts episode, probably.
2: Yeah, it's it's probably in in, in the desserts episode.
0: I want to point out that in true anniversary episode fashion, we had a listener – suggests that we talk about the topic of birthdays so i feel like we're getting a twofer here we're also talking about another listener's choice topic which is birthdays as part of the larger topic of celebrations so a shout out to jan marie who submitted that topic
1: yay let's celebrate, let's jan celebrate for jan marie <laughs> let's, ha- let's,
2: ha- let's have let's a- have a cake that no one wants to eat
0: so for it reminds Archie me of the seinfeld episode where elaine is celebrating so many of these birthdays and she's having to eat tons of cake and she's just sick of cake. She's just celebrating all these people she doesn't know. It's kind of the the situation Ray's pointing out. And so she says, I don't want to be invited any more of these and becomes uh, somewhat of a pariah. But then she eats the like centuries-old cake in her boss's office because she starts to miss cake. That's what it reminds me of. Good. I mean, you got to have one shout-out to a Seinfeld episode. I mean,
2: uh, one, hashtag one Seinfeld a day. <laughs> yeah.
0: Apple a day, Seinfeld a day.
2: It keeps the doctor from talking to you because you've referenced too many Seinfeld episodes.
0: <laughs> exactly. So celebration, especially with birthdays, there's this aspect of almost the care for the individual. There's something about someone's life that if we celebrate it, there's this sense of inclusion, something that everyone has that you celebrate everyone has a birthday everyone has been born (laughs) if not please introduce me to that person (laughs) (laughs) but this is i feel like this is also a macbeth quote right it's like and i the uh the quote of i haven't been born of a woman because he uh, was born by c-section it's a shakespearean quote anyway macbeth hashtag shakespeare yep so i mean everybody has a birthday there are other things we celebrate that are so few and far between. We just had that total eclipse that crossed the United States. Now there are a lot of total eclipses, but it's rare that it goes across the entire mainland of the U.S., which is kind of nice. And well, I
2: mean, even then they happen them. relatively sporadically. They're not yeah. like every few days you have an eclipse. It's like a it's rare. You know, every few years or every decade you'll have an eclipse, or maybe much longer than that. I
0: feel like if it's less than annual, an it's pretty important.
2: Yeah. Just the fact that like, hey, you're alive at this point in time and something's happened and that something could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing that happened a long time ago. But no, it's a good thing. So I was reading earlier about there's a village in England whose name escapes me. But during, I think it was the 1400s or the, uh, I, I forget exactly when it happened. They were taken over by the Dutch and the dutch basically conquered the, the like some territory and got repulsed by the english and the dutch gave back all the land except for this village in the charter like at the peace treaty what this means is the village did not get returned to england until the 1900s and so like in like the 1940s the dutch sent a commission to officially return control of the village back to England. And this is celebrated to this day in that village. They have a little party every day, every year to celebrate, hey, we're, we're we're part of England again. Isn't that great? Even though originally it was a kind of horrendous event, right? Having people come in and like take over your town, kind of awful. Probably people died, you know, massacres, etc. That's just quotidian back in the day. But now it's a fun party. So Things that were bad back in the day can be good now, and the inverse is also true. Maybe something that's very great now, in the future, some changes in administration, some changes in the world, politics, whatever happens, can take the present and put it under a cultural lens that shifts the definition of it, shifts what it means to us. And so it may make something that looks, that's very fun and great now look awful in retrospect.
0: It reminds me of Columbus Day. People yeah, celebrated exactly. Columbus Day as Columbus came, founded America, and then, uh, in more recent years, people have not wanted to celebrate Columbus Day because it represents murdered and killed. Yeah, the killed Native Americans re- were yeah uh, murdered, and then you know we have today now the North Americans who are not indigenous to this land. So there's there are those celebrations that change. I agree.
1: You know what's pretty universally celebrated though that I've found in um, different cultures, Fridays.
2: How so? Yeah. Um,
1: people don't want to be at work. I think in most, um, like, civilized countries that have work weeks, like Monday to Friday, people just love Fridays. Well, but that, a, the
2: seen. work week is actually a fairly new invention as well. If you think about it, uh, back in the day, if you were just a farmer, you didn't you just farmed. Which is yeah, why the Romans yeah. were crazy. No, the plants stopped
1: growing. No, plants stopped growing on Saturdays and Sundays. They just, <laughs> You're just <right>. waited. For <laughs> You're a couple right. Days Although I would point out. And that resumed on Monday.
0: The the seven day week really did exist for millennia because you have the Jewish culture going way back to taking a day off. Mm-hmm. And so they measured their weeks that way and they worked the six days and rested the seventh. So there is but they
1: were a history. Rested small. and celebrated, right? They celebrated. Yeah, good point. Yeah.
0: What are your celebration pet peeves? And I'll share mine so you get a sense of what I'm asking. I work in the field of digital marketing and in social media specifically. Businesses have started celebrating every single holiday imaginable, including making up holidays. So they're like, happy donut day, happy dog day, happy cat day, happy you have Uh, a rug in your living room day. I'm sorry, Steph.
2: Talk Like a Pirate Day is a very important holiday, and I dis- and I do not agree with you.
0: I do agree on pirate Talk Like a Pirate Day. That's a good holiday to celebrate. But the rest, why? That's my pet peeve. Do you have pet peeves when it comes to the way se- people celebrate?
1: Do you guys know what today is? Today, we're recording September 18th, and today is actually National Cheeseburger Day. So happy National Cheeseburger cheeseburger day guys i
2: I am not eating a cheeseburger oh no i am in break with National cheeseburger day
1: (laughs) (laughs) and the 20th is actually national pepperoni pizza day so you have all these holidays i know what you mean i have the same pet peeve but the thing is why it's 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 fun for some people right isn't that the idea
2: well i mean it's not even fun for some people i think most people don't even actually celebrate it it's just more of a we're a company that sells cheeseburgers let's try to make it a national thing even if it's not recognized nationally
1: We'll call it. So it's all upbringing. commercialism. Like, even if you break it down, you could break down and go back to Christmas and call it commercialism, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Well, you could call many things commercialism, but at the end of the day, the human instinct for celebration of some kind and for a break from work, it has been allowed around for a long time. The Romans were crazy about holidays because they didn't want to be at work. They didn't want really to be tilling the, the land and doing whatever Romans did. They want to take time off and party or just hang out and not do work and this has been the case for most societies we like celebrating even if it what a celebration is is not always the same so i don't know i don't really have that pe- a pet peeve although i do i don't know if there's a national pet peeve day but i think that there should be and if there isn't that's my pet peeve
1: <laughs> Good. what's your pet peeve say it again
2: uh, i think that there should be a national pet peeve day and if there isn't that's my pet peeve well, it's a bad joke. It's a bad joke. I can have bad jokes. Okay. They're most of what I say.
0: Well, this is a good, uh, this has been a really good episode. I think we've addressed s- different celebrations, how they play out in our lives. We've talked about the importance of celebration. Also a distinction between what should or should not be celebrated perhaps. And we just want to thank our listeners again for submitting topics. It's been really fun digging into a topic that you've given to us to see what we can say about it, and what we can learn about it. So thank you and keep submitting topics. Also, follow us on Twitter at The PFL Podcast. Find us on Facebook. And we love you, dear listeners.
1: Stay crazy. Go, go.
0: Welcome back to a special program by Chainsaw the Clown. Chainsaw, how are you feeling?
2: <laughs> Hello, kids. I'm going to literally kill everyone you know. But not your pets. I am okay with them. Because I'm vegan. <laughs>